Hey tryhards, Ethan here. Before we get into the show today, I want to talk to you guys about Patreon. Patreon is a donation service, a monthly subscription service where you donate money to me to support the show, to support uh, the growth of it, whether that means merchandise or more podcasts or other things of that nature. And I would really appreciate if you guys would be willing and able to give just a little bit of whatever extra money you may have. Because while the show will always be free for everyone to listen, um, the way to make it isn't. And I'm in college, and things are expensive. So I'd appreciate any little amount that you're able to give. So thank you for donating, and thank you even more for listening. Hello, my name is Ethan Hewlett. Like you, I live in a world that never stops moving. Also like you, I have stories. These are my stories. The true stories of a tryhard. Welcome back to True Stories of a Tryhard. I'm Ethan Hewlett, and this week it is, yet again, just me. So... As ye listener are familiar, we are living through a time of unprecedented crisis. I know that that phrase has probably been said more often than either of us would like to admit, but there's not much we can do about that right now. And a side effect of said times we are living in is a lack of motivation. So, let's talk about it. Even making this show for me has been hard at times. Mostly because I have other things on my plate, like school and work and friendships and other relationships. And at times I feel like this just kind of sits on the back burner, even though I know you listeners are counting on me to deliver things to you every week. But it's like I say in my intro every single week... We live in a world that never stops moving. And why is that? Well, many have tried to answer that question. But the answer that I have come to is that humans like to keep ourselves busy. In fact, busyness has become a form of social currency. You heard me. Social currency. Now, it's not a monetary exchange. It is more of a status symbol. It's a way of saying how successful you are based on the amount of things you have on your plate. Like I said earlier, I have school, work, friends, a girlfriend, family. These are all things that are important to me. But, they all require at least a bit of my attention. And right now, school and work are requiring the most of my attention. I like the spoon theory when it comes to describing how much energy we have for the amount of energy any person has on a given day. And if you aren't familiar... Let me see if this 
can shed some light. The spoon theory, according to Healthline.com, published by psychologist Christine Maceradino, I think I'm pronouncing that correctly, is a way to describe how much energy a person has on a daily basis using spoons as a measurement for that energy. So let's say I have eight spoons for, like, that is my daily allotment of energy, is eight spoons. Because I'm someone who doesn't like saying no to things, a lot of times I will run out of these spoons. Like, I'll spend, um, like, uh, two spoons doing schoolwork, or um, a spoon and a half at work, or um, half a spoon with my girlfriend, or things like that. And just by the end of the day, I will um, be talking to somebody and they'll say, hey, do you want to meet up and do this? And I'm like, sure, but my heart won't be in it because I don't have the energy or the spoons to deal with that. And a big consumer of spoon energy for somebody like me is social gatherings, i.e. parties or school or things of that nature where I'm made or chose to go to a place where there are lots of people congregated in one setting. Now you would think with people staying home more and not going out as much that that would be better. Well, it actually is like overcharging a phone it can make it a lot worse. Because you get used to not being around people as much, so when you do, your spoons are drained a lot more quickly. Anyway, the spoon count when I am at a social gathering of some kind goes down very drastically. Say, twice as fast as I would from a same kind of interaction, but with less people. The more people there are in a given space, the more my spoons are drained. So if you get what I'm if you get what I'm saying, it's a great way to measure the amount of energy you have at any given time. It's also a great way to get to know yourself and understand that you do have a limit and you have to know what it is. Like right now, I don't have a lot of spoons. Because it's the end of the day, I went to school, I went to work, and I just feel drained. Even after doing something fun, I can feel drained. and Not just mentally, but in some cases physically too. Like after a, a long hike, or a workout, or something like that. But that's not necessarily spoons, that's more physical energy, which is not exactly the same, though those things can cost spoons as well. So what happens when we do run out of spoons? Well, several things. Uh, The first of which being just lower energy, just lower amounts of physical energy and motivation. And speaking of motivation and the pandemic, I know this probably should have been gone over a while ago, but let's face it, we're still dealing with it, so I think 
it still needs to be addressed. How do you get that motivation back when it doesn't seem like things are getting where they should be fast enough? Well, let's start with literally the first thing you do when you wake up. Instead of laying around in pajamas all day, change clothes. I know it sounds kind of silly and even a little stupid, but changing your clothes puts you in a different mindset. If you stay in pajamas, your mindset is, I don't need to go anywhere. I don't need to do anything. I can just exist for the day. And if you have something to get done, changing clothes can change your mindset. Like, oh, I'm wearing my productive clothes. I'm going to do something productive. Another thing that can help motivation is going for a walk. Like I have said in past episodes, what kept me going for the first couple of months that the pandemic was here was going for two-hour walks every single day. I don't have time for that now, but... When I did, it was very helpful for my mental and physical health. And those two are tied together more closely than some people might think. Exercise releases endorphins in your brain, which increases the production of dopamine, and just makes you feel better. Not putting too much on your plate at once can also help. I know. Crazy. But... Making goals smaller and more digestible, as well as even what you have to do in a given day, breaking that up into chunks, makes it not seem as daunting and can actually help you think that you'll be able to do whatever you need to get done. Avoiding negativity can also help with getting motivation back because... When, you, when all you see is darkness, it doesn't seem like that there's any light present. When in reality, there's a lot more light in the world than you think there is. You're just putting your face in the corner. Now, it may not necessarily be easy to get your head out of that corner. In fact, some of us need medication to get out of the corner. But whatever you need to do in order to make that happen, it's worth it. This is one of my personal favorites. Stick to a routine. I know. The guy who is an introvert and a creature of habit likes a routine. Big surprise. Well, it's very comforting for me to have a routine. Because there's a certain level of predictability and control. That, it all comes back to that as control. I like having it. I like being able to at least act like I have a little bit of control over what goes on in my life. So having a routine gives me at least a little bit of satisfaction whenever there's a certain thing I need to do. I have a certain way of doing it and I don't need to think about it. Getting thoughts out of your head. There's another way to help with that, with the negativity. Because if the negative thoughts stay in your head, they're taking up space. And like I've said before, everyone has a certain amount of brain space that 
is always taken up by something, or usually multiple things. And if that negative energy is taking up space, then there's not room for other positive things. So being able to write down those negative things in whatever way, shape, or form you see fit, whether it's digitally or physically, they're not in your head, so they're not bothering you anymore. Having a support network is also helpful for getting your motivation back. Now, that may be a bit hard to do, but believe it or not, making friends through the internet, that's still real friendships. A lot of my friends that I have currently, I made through the internet. I know, bonkers. But we live in a day and age where you can contact anyone in the world if you know how to and address it properly, of course, but you can contact anybody in the world nearly instantaneously. And over time, you can build up a network of people around you that you will be able to count on and be able to come to with things that are going on either in your head or in your life or somebody else's life that is affecting you in some way to fully process what's happening because a lot of times we can't deal with the stuff of the world in our own head. I know that may be a bit hypocritical for me of all people to say that because that's where I live most of the time, but it's still helpful to have those in your life that you can count on for things like that. And lastly, sleep. Sleep is something... I should probably do a whole episode on sleep, honestly, if I haven't already. Sleep is something I've touched on before. It's very important to get enough sleep, which is something I don't do. I average about seven hours of sleep every night, which isn't horrible by any means, but it's nowhere near what I should be doing. But to bring it back around, sleep is how we regain our spoons. Hence, regaining our motivation and our energy, and our ability to face the world. Thank you listeners for tuning in this week to True Stories of a Tri-Hair. You can find me on Instagram at ethan.t.hulen, that is H-U-L-E-N. You can follow me on Instagram at etphonehome, the O's are zeros, the E's are threes. You can find the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at True Stories Pod. The best way to get the word out about podcasts is via word of mouth and social media, so please, 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 Share this with your friends, share it on your social media, and if you post it in some way and tag me, you will get featured on the official podcast accounts. And please feel free to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. I would very much appreciate it. I'll be back with more stories next week. So until then, this is Ethan Hewlin signing off. Mm-hmm.